Welcome in. Welcome, friends. The Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of a, <clears throat> boy, normal work week. What the hell is going on here? Uh, I walk in, I walked into a, uh, a grumpy Gus over at uh, Bosco's Pub uh, yesterday. Hold on, my hair is all jacked. I don't, I, you know, I don't like that. I walk in at uh, Bosco's and Doug says to me, Hey, Eric. Hey, Doug. How's it going? Uh, I'm like, uh-oh, he's crabby. Now, when Doug gets crabby, you pretty much avoid. Don't ask any questions. Don't get into his way when he's walking. So I recognize that right away. Uh, now, I have no idea what the problem is. I just know it's not me. So I know that I can't do anything to get on his radar. So when that happens, I just keep my head down. This man could kill me in the blink of an eye. Uh, eventually... Okay, he works his way out of it. First, he's like, um, my shoulders are killing me. Now, he has uh, like all sorts of shoulder issues from years of uh, uh, intense weightlifting. The guy is as big as a house. All right. And the doc says to him, look, I want you to stop lifting heavy weight with your shoulders. And he's one of these people that goes to the doctor and says, hey, this hurts. And then the doc says, okay, yeah, well, here's the problem. I want you to, uh, I don't know, do something else. I don't know, anything but this, but lifting 200 pounds over your head. Oh, okay, great. And then he goes home and puts 200 pounds over his head. So I said to him, I go, Doug, you got to like do some yoga. And he's like, what? I'm not going to do yoga. And uh, I go, no, no, seriously, uh, it, it'll increase your flexibility. It's great for strength. And you're, you're not a spring chicken. You're like 57 years old here. Okay. Um, and, you know, you can do DDP yoga. That's like Diamond Dallas Page. It's fantastic. Everybody raves about DDP yoga. And he's like, uh, no, 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 fuck you. I go, all right, fine. So then he's uh, he's just uh, aching and hurting, and he I need some medicine. He's just grumpy as shit. So uh, then, as the uh, uh, night is winding down, and he's no longer in a shitty mood, okay. Uh, I reference uh, I said something about yeah. Well, earlier today you were so butt hurt, and he goes, "Well, sometimes things don't go as planned," and I'm I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Jaco Willing, good. Yeah, I know. If things don't go as planned, is that, is that, is that the cue to, like, cr huh, and stick your thumb in your mouth? And go, oh, 
you're an adult. I mean, Jesus. Um, he goes, well, the beer distributor brought the wrong kind of beer. And, uh, they said, here you go. And I said, no, and I'm like, is that it? Is that what set you off today? You got wrong beer. Well, Didi's out of town and I had to get somebody to watch the dogs. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I cannot believe this. The other day, um, well, not, well, a couple weeks ago when we got that snow. Uh, he shows up to work and he has to shovel a bit, shovel a bit the uh, walkway. And I come into work and I go, hey, I was going to, oh, it was a bad day. Yeah. I'm way behind. I had to shovel snow. I think, well, okay. But at the same time, you knew we had the snow. This, this is not a surprise. Oh my God. If he finds out that I talked about this, he's going to beat my ass. Jesus. Things that set him off. He's a fragile little flower. Tyler says you should have hit him with the old size of the problem, Doug. I'll never forget that. Eric, Eric, what, what size of the problem? How big is the problem? Is it this big? No. She holds up her thumb and her index finger. Is it this big with like half an inch between them? Yes. What is your reaction? Your reaction is this big with her arms wide open. You need to react. This is what I do with my, with my kids in special ed, Eric. And I'm like, Oh God damn it. But it's true. It's true. You know, you gotta, you gotta react appropriately to the size of the problem. You can't overreact. So I've, you know, I, I try to do that as I get, as I have gotten older. I've, I've tried to adopt that. Aram writes, this fry cook is going to be found in the dumpster snapped in two pieces. Aram, will you send me a link to your artwork? I discovered your artwork page the other day. And oh my God. Now, I knew you were talented because over my shoulder here on the wall, you can see uh, the picture of Dude Shadaway that he basically just looked at the uh, internet picture of the supposed picture of Dude Shadaway and, and hand drew that. You have got to send me that link. I really like the Johnny Cash one. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I had, uh, I mean, I, I knew you were talented, but it's not until I, I saw some of the other pieces of um, work that you've done that I was really, really stoked about. Portraits by Aram. Let me see what's up. By Aram. There it is. Oh, oh, oh. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Yeah. He, these are, do these, this is like somebody gives them a picture of the dogs with a stick 
and then he draws it. So you can get like any picture made into like something like this. I think this is pencil. I'm not sure. Pencil, charcoal, perhaps. He's got dogs. He's got cats. And then clock people. Look at this uh, sadistic son of a bitch. Laughing clown. This, whoever this actual real picture is, is, has murdered people. I love the Johnny Cash. My God. He's got that dart between his fingers burnt all the way down. I don't know who this Lon Chaney. That's, isn't that the, uh, uh, horror movies, old school horror movies. I wrote what, like Dracula or some shit. This one's called hodgepodge. Uh, uh, that is Aram's mother. What a beauty. Oh my God. Dude Shadowway. <laughs> Another sadistic clown. Uh, John Brown. I don't know who John Brown is. Another crazy clown. Elvis. Oh my God. Look at that. What the fuck do you do this? There you go. So you can commission Aram. That is, look, it says contact right here. You can contact him. Okay. So that might be like a fun gift for somebody. How cool is that? A little free ride for you, Aram. It's because you are, uh, you are special. Maureen says maybe he could draw me in clown face. No, no, no. You sound like a clown. All right. I don't know how the hell I got on that. I have no recollection. Um, okay, I was talking about Doug. Somehow I went from talking about Doug at Bosco's to Aram. And then I think Aram made a comment, which made me think about Aram because I discovered Aram has a website where he talks about his drawings. All right. Uh, Toby Keith has passed away. This is a bummer. Um, I think about two years ago, maybe less, he, um, a stomach cancer diagnosis. 18 months after he revealed he had stomach cancer, he was uh, just 62 years old. Uh, unbelievable amount of hits for this guy. Uh, I mean, you go back to the early 90s or early to mid 90s. Uh, since he started writing music, Toby Keith has written over 5,000 songs. I think uh, he was working like in the oil industry before he hit it big in music. And boy, did he. I mean, this guy, he's the type of dude that would write like a patriotic song and you just want to go fucking join the army. Um, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, you know, that's the one that you hear it and, you know, you immediately want to enlist. Uh, just really, really patriotic songs. I don't think he did anything too fucked up in his life that comes to mind. 
Uh, Beer for My Horse is another great song that he sang with uh, Willie Nelson, including that line. Um, I think there was a bunch of people that were butthurt because there's a line in the song about hanging people. Well, yeah, but he's not. It doesn't say we're going to go hang some black people. It says we're going to go hang the bad, evil guys who do bad or something like that. I don't know. Great song. I love that song, Beer for My Horses. Uh, I love this bar, Red Solo Cup. People, when they listen to Toby Keith songs, would either want to join the military, uh, drink, or hang someone. Should have been a cowboy was his first single. Was written in a motel room, motel bathroom in Dodge City, Kansas. He most recently performed a few sold-out shows, I think in Vegas, in December. He's had more than 10 billion, with a B, digital streaming plays, which is, I guess, what you uh, what you use nowadays to actually show that you've made it, as opposed to actually selling albums. Um, rest in peace. 32 number ones, 42 top tens. Uh, Toby Keith passes away at 62 years old. Corey says red solo cup is his best was a huge. That's the one. Let's have a party. Yeah. Let's have a party. And then let's go like, uh, uh, join the army and blow up Afghanistan. Chris says, I think he was arrested in Buffalo back in the day for something. He had a beef with the Dixie chicks. Yeah. I remember that. Cause I think. The then known as the Dixie Chicks, now just known as the Chicks, because Dixie is like you don't you don't want to say that. Darla. Um. Outside of that, I don't think we have anything too uh, too outrageous with him. Stealing a horse from the shit. He stole a horse. Holy shit, that's excellent. Um. We have a, uh, a couple of NFK stories to get into today. All right. Now, I have talked to you about the dynamic here around the house. Um, if you get asked a question by uh, our beloved NFK, it is always two questions. First one is the actual question. And the uh, second one is the follow-up. Darla's starting to squeak a little. Tyler says the actual question, then the confirmation question. Um... If I'm opening a pill bottle and putting medicine in my hand and he sees me, I might get, are you taking your medicine, Eric? My response? Yep. Then the confirmation question. Are you? Yes. Darla. Okay, now, if, 
just pause in the story. I think she's going to fall asleep. Because I think she's losing intensity on her little squeaks. Amanda says, what is she whining about? God knows what. She's got it made. Look at her. O'Neill says, that's enough. I'm out. I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> the NFK also has a tendency to only ask you questions that are obvious. That with just a couple of visual cues, he knows the answer. Yesterday, on that kitchen counter in front of me, celery stalks, romaine lettuce, spinach, tomato, my vegetable slicer, a knife in my hand, doing a chopping motion on the cucumber, carrots, a bull. Like, not a B-U-L-L, a bowl, B-O-W-L, and salad dressing. All of these things are in front of me. Can you guess the question that I received while doing that? As chopping sounds are happening, uh, happening what was the question that went into my brain? Wow, you guys got it? How? How did you figure that out? Are you making a salad, Eric? I said, why, yes. And he said, are you? And I said, Yes. And then he grabbed a paper towel, folded it in half, and walked out of the room. The day before. Oh, jeez. Darla, this might be a, another problem. While the Vitamix is on... And all the ingredients are in it. I'm standing in front of it. He walked in. Grabbed a paper towel. Folded it in half. And asked, are you making a smoothie? And I said, why, yes. And he said, are you? And I said, Yes, I am. And then he walked out of the room. All right. Um, Corey with the line, my reply would have been, no, I'm cooking a steak. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You got to understand here. Hold on a second. Darla, why are you humping? 
knock it off. Blink, blink, blink. Maureen says, what if you answered no to the follow-up question? Oh, that would that would rock his world. Now, this would drive a lesser man crazy. And a lesser man would turn into a smartass like all of you are. Okay? But um, you got to understand. This is the tism talking. And um, uh, he just wants to feel like he's my... This is what I tell myself. He... He just wants to feel like he's part of the family and he's conversing. This is, this is the, these are the things he's going to converse with you about. Sarah said, I missed this during the salad discussion. Fuck salad. Then gives it the finger. Fuck you salad. (laughs) Oh shit. Amy says, we learned from the champ, Eric. Um, Linda says, you have more patience than I ever could. I even have more patience than Diana. You should see Diana. She gets, she starts to get agitated. I go, you can't lose your patience with him. You have to, you keep it. Stop. Don't do that. Um, what happened the other day? Oh, fuck. So he has a uh, ultrasound scheduled for his liver. And he actually asked me a great question. This, this was, this actually saved the fucking day because, uh, on my chart, it says your, your ultrasound, it's scheduled for you know, like in a couple of days. And he goes, do I have any special requirements? Like, do I, do I have to fast for that? And this is at four 30 in the uh, afternoon. Is there any like fasting requirements? And I go, you know, I don't know. Let me check. Call up the app special instructions. It's, I go, Kevin. You have to fast for eight hours beforehand. And his face just goes white as a ghost. Okay. And I know exactly what he's thinking. He goes, well, fuck that. I go, what's up? He goes, I need to eat. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, if you get in the way of the routine, you know, tism law dictates that you can lose your shit. So I can see, you know, the lava starting to like bubble up inside of his brain. And I go, ah, he goes, can you reschedule it? I, actually, I said, I go, do you want me to reschedule it for like the morning? Because that way you can, the fast can occur while you're sleeping. Yeah. Would you? Did you? Would you? I go, absolutely. And it's a damn good thing he asked me because had he not, I wouldn't have thought of it. Had he not asked me. Like the day before, well, fuck, you'd have just eaten. That's that's what would have happened, and we would have ended up canceling it or moving it anyway. But So I, I rescheduled it. And then as I tell him, I go, hey, it's been rescheduled for this day in the early morning. No big deal. He goes, oh. And you could just see soothing the savage beast. Now, I um, discussed with you, it might have been on Patreon, that he has this obsession now because this a lot of this has to do with all the way his brain works out uh routines and and once he gets into a habit of something it's impossible to break one of the things is if he takes a shower he's got to put his watch back on he has to now he has nowhere to be he has no reason to even look at the fucking watch but he's got to have that goddamn watch on his hand and it's got like a velcro tab on it 
and it's tapered at the end of it so you can slide it into the buckle easily. Even he could do it. Well, all of a sudden, he can't do it anymore. So I'm like, why? I wonder why he can't do that anymore. He doesn't have the uh, dexterity. I go, well, what the fuck? So he keeps saying, hey, can you put my watch on for me? I go, yeah, sure. So I put his watch on for him. And then the other day, he he comes just before the show starts. He knocks on the door. He's, can you put my watch on for me? I go, I go, you can just come in. He goes, well, I didn't know if you were doing your show. I go, well, first of all, I'm not talking. But anyway, I go, well, if you're not sure, just wait. And I'll get it when I come down. Oh, and he, I can see he's like, oh, God, I can't do that. I can't. There's no way I can do that shit. Are you kidding me? It's got to be on my wrist. So then uh, he's t- uh, I put it on the other day, uh, and he goes, yep. It used to, it used to have that uh, tapered part on it. And I go, well, what happened to it? Because I cut it off. Like, he gets his sister, he just fucking cut the thing off. I go, what you cut it off for? He goes, well, it wasn't sticking anymore. Okay. So then today, I'm downstairs. Making the coffee, making the cream of wheat, getting ready to come up here and do my thing. He said, I'm going to go up and take a shower. Okay. Takes the shower. Now, all of this shit, he's nude. The watch comes off, takes the shower. He's now thinking, I got to get to Eric before he starts his show and get my watch on my wrist, no matter what. So he hears me walking up the steps. He stops what he's doing in the bathroom, which is getting dressed. He has a t-shirt on and nothing else and comes walking out of the bathroom with his giant ball sack and his micro dick swinging left and right, uh, naked from the waist down. He goes, Hey, can you put my watch on? And I'm like, ah, what am I seeing here? Yeah. I put the fucking one. Yes, I can. Can you? Yes, I can. All right. Uh, Megan says maybe a slap bracelet watch. That is a great idea. That is a fantastic idea. You can count on that happening. Maureen says, take a scissors and taper the end again. <gasps> okay. Yeah, I guess I can. I don't want to fuck the watch up worse, though, because, you know, there's stitching holding the Velcro onto the uh, uh, portion that the the uh, back of it, the backing, I guess. So if I cut it, it might like f- open up into two, like a the Velcro and the backing. You know what I mean? It might fuck it up. The watch is fucked up. He doesn't mean I don't even know if the fucking thing works. Tyler says, Are you cold, Kevy? Yeah, how can you tell? <sighs> Come on. Maureen says, What about super glue? I'm getting a lot of great suggestions here. Becky writes, How about an elastic band? I love mine because then I'm not having to fuck with the clasp. Uh, Megan says, I'm going into a meeting, but slap bracelet watches on Amazon. Oh, my God. His mind would be blown, my dear. Blown. All right. 
we have to get into the new drama um, about nudity on the show, on the Patreon. And uh, Hurricane Ashley is not here, and which, which surprises me. I thought that she would be here. There's a new development on the Eric St. Joe podcast and nudity. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I I am not like promoting nudity on the Patreon bonus podcast. At all. By the way, the coincidence here is remarkable. Amy sent this along. Amy and Ashley sent this along. Amy wrote, you have opened Pandora's box, Eric. I don't think so. A new category worldwide, Hurricane Ashley, LOL. There has been a new category announced that um, going forward, category five, Hurricane is no longer the biggest. Category six. We can just call it Category Ashley. Okay. Last week on the Patreon, on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, uh, out of the blue, uh, Ashley decided to show her boobies, which was ridiculous. And I, I did not see it the first time. I think Chris K saw it and then Amy saw it. And I'm like, what the fuck is she laughing at? And then it happened again. She did it a total of five times. And I was like, don't do that. Okay, knock it off. Come on. So I eventually had to uh, shut her camera down. And then that was it. And then I was worried to death about getting banned on Patreon. I was under the impression that, you know, if you show nudity on Patreon, uh, you're screwed. That if they find out about it, they could shut your page down. And I, you know, I can't have that. You know, it, it's one thing to lose a sponsor because Kristen Megan Kelly or whatever the fuck her name is, Megan Kelly Kristen, uh, uh, gets one of my stupid sponsors to uh, pull their ads because I fucking say the shit I say. But Patreon's different. Make a lot of money off Patreon. Thank you to all of you. I appreciate that. Actually, I thank me because uh, I'm the commodity. So I am very thankful for myself for being so wonderful. So I went ahead and I took that video of the live Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and I took out all the nudity of Ashley showing her boobs. And then I realized I fucked up well after the fact, because when I edited it, I didn't take out one of the flashing moments or something like that. Maybe even more than one of them. There were so many, but I hurried through it, reposted it. And then you guys waited for like a day to watch it all again. And then you said, Oh, Hey, by the way, there's still boobies on there. I'm like, Oh, God damn it. So yesterday, part of my day was re-editing it again. And then I'm like, I posted, Oh my God. Um, 
And, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Holy shit. So I went and refixed it all up. And then she knew that I was pissed off. So she said, hey, I'm sorry about that. I won't do that again. I go, look, yeah, promise me you won't do that anymore. I can't, I can't, I can't have that. Logan reaches out to me in Maine. Easy. I just wanted to let you know that nudity is absolutely allowed on Patreon. As long as it doesn't show someone engaged in a sexual act. And also if it is behind a paywall and is marked as 18 plus. Now everything I do on Patreon is 18 plus and it all is behind a paywall. He said, I just wanted to ease your anxiety a little bit as it clearly worried you. And I was so thankful that he did that. Now, this is where it gets weird. Because I then assumed that everybody else was anxious like me. And you don't want me, you know, to be worried about that shit. So I did the old, hey, everybody, guess what? I'm in the clear. I won't get in any trouble for all the boobies that Ashley showed. If someone decided to screenshot it or something like that. Um, so that's why I posted it, which kind of makes sense in hindsight, but actually less sense now than when I posted it. But that's where I was going with it. And right away, everybody was like, oh, Maureen was like, I, you shouldn't have said that. And Ashley even said, why are you telling me this? You shouldn't have told me this. And so, all right. Aram asks, why does the seven-day free trial count as a paywall? But does the seven-day free trial count as a paywall? Um, yeah, that's out the window now. As long, I mean, like if Ashley, if someone, if anyone decided to show their boobs now, according to the letter of the law on Patreon, I would not be in trouble for that. But that's not the reason why I was posting that. Hey guys, guess what? I'm not in trouble. I don't, that doesn't mean, Hey everybody show me your tits. Okay. Or show me your asshole. But that's exactly what she said. She goes, Oh, well that's great. Now I'm going to shout. Everyone owes me an apology now. Oh my God, fuck you. Everyone owes me an apology now. Now I'm going to show you my asshole, my vagina. Maureen says, exactly. Now she knows you won't suffer consequences. It's anything goes, LOL. Look. At the end of the day, I am in charge. Okay? If anyone decided to show their boobs. It would last maybe half a second. And then I would turn the camera off. I'm still in charge. I'm still telling you, don't do that. So in my opinion, nothing has changed. There was, there is not going to be nudity on the Patreon. All right. We're not going to be, uh, Saying, all right, let's, I mean, uh, the, the idea of a third tier, tier one audio, tier two audio video live streams, 
Tier three, tits. All right. We will not be having nudity. A great point is made. Logan is not as correct as he thinks he is. Nudity isn't allowed on YouTube hosted videos. It's an excellent point. We will not be doing nudity. And I will have a uh, private conversation with Ashley. Say, no, seriously, I'm actually telling you, do not take off your clothes. Corey describes it as the titty tier. Wait, wait, wait. How much is tier three subscription? Uh, we can make it tier three where it's just Ashley sitting there with her shirt off. And I would split the profits with her. That is the only way this would work. But even that is not going to work. That is an absolute joke. There is some debate now about nudes on YouTube. Corey adds, nudes are allowed on YouTube if it is a tutorial. I don't think this will be a tutorial. Uh, PSN Bleach says, bring cinnamon muff in on this. No, we're not going to show my wife's muff on Patreon. Uh, nothing has changed. Look, I posted that, um, I'm not now safe and I'm not in jeopardy of losing my page, which I thought was useful information for the audience that cares about me and wants the show to grow. It was not a green light to, to announce, Hey, guess what? You can show, show your boobs. All right. Uh, Corey says if they're doing like, hey, this is how you look for breast cancer, that that's okay. I don't think that's going to happen. Amanda says we do care about you, Eric. We are glad you're not getting in trouble. Let us have our fun. Well, I'll let you talk about it, but you cannot show your breasts on this. Especially yours. I mean, my God. If that fucking boulder comes flopping out, it's going to cause a uh, uh, 11 on the Richter scale earthquake. Don't post content on YouTube if it shows the depiction of clothed or unclothed genitals, breasts, or buttocks that are meant for sexual gratification. Nudity and, th well, there's a lot of gray area there. Because Ashley would say, and I could say, that it's meant for shock and comedic value. Donut Dan says, glad you're not going down the Howard Stern road. You're much more talented than that crap. No, that, that makes me uncomfortable. Ashley, let me just honestly tell you. Ashley taking her shirt off made me unbelievably uncomfortable. Okay? I... Not even kidding. This has been a hilarious thread, but it 1 million percent ends here. Okay? It is not my intention when I post that there are no uh, troublesome ramifications if a person shows their breasts on Patreon, according to Patreon. That is not my intention for you to go ahead and give you the green light to go and show your boobs. 
I will, I will shut you down if that happens. Make no mistake. Uh, this is Easy's product, and Easy does not want that. I do not want to see dicks or boobs or assholes or vaginas. No. Uh, Maureen says a desperate cry for attention. Look, I don't know about any of that. All I care about is my show. Uh, Aram says Ashley and Eric should have a podcast. She would make him so uncomfortable and they would have funny arguments. Oh boy. I don't, I don't know. I don't, um, she's like dark Phoenix. She cannot be contained. Um, I take an absolute backseat to her and maybe that would be fun for you, but it would be the most incredibly painful thing that I've ever had to endure. Uh, O'Neill is dreaming. And making strange noises with his eyes open. A titty tear on a big titty Tuesday on today's big titacular. Who knew that boobies could cause such an uproar? Donut Dan says, I'm super OCD here. Can you fix the crooked Jake and Elwood poster? Yeah, that's a great idea because that bothers me too. Um, typically during the week, I announce which day of the week will be a big fraud week here on the show with Ben Glaze. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, no days will be a uh, big fraud day because, um, Wednesday to Sunday, every minute of every day is booked, whether it's sports or the other things that are going on, uh, in my life. We are actually putting a, a pause on this week's Ben and Eric and um, who are these episodes. I will, however, post something to listen to while I'm away. So, um, that yeah, this actually works out fantastic. It needs a rest after all of that. Uh, but the following week, uh, back as good as new. All right. All right. Um, if you are watching the show on Facebook or X or YouTube, thank you so much for checking it out. And uh, if you want the full show, it's available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and you are in business. Or if you're at a desktop or a laptop, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. All one word, and you are good to go. Send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericsancho.com. And um, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. I prefer Apple Podcasts. This becomes the audio podcast shortly after I finish up with a couple uh, quick edits, show notes, and off we go. 
And then, of course, the Patreon. Been a lot of talk about the Patreon lately. So um, the thing I can stress about that is that you get seven days free. It is a no booby zone. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Seven days free when you uh, sign up. You do need a payment form when you sign up, but you can immediately cancel it if you want. And you still get the seven days. So that's cool. Uh, some folks just like wait through it and say, yeah, let's see how he does. And then they like it. And then off they go five or 10 bucks a month. As I said, five bucks a month is the audio, 10 bucks a month, the audio video live streams and uh, $5,000 a month is the full titty tier. I haven't yet launched that still waiting on approval. Uh, but okay, there you go. The open and live stream of the Eric Zancho podcast. First of all, let me kick these folks out. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EVX. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream brought to you by Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. Uh, if you're headed up north this year, you want a brand new toy for your toy hauler. UTV, ATV, uh, motorcycle, maybe a Yamaha golf cart, Michigan's newest golf cart dealer of uh, Yamaha golf carts. You can uh, find them at impactpowersportsmi.com. Based in Rockford, Michigan, a fantastic service department. If you need anything repaired on your uh, existing gear, maybe you're buying new stuff, head over to beautiful Rockford, Michigan, and say hello to the folks at Impact Power Sports sponsoring the studio of this show. Thank you so much. They are awesome. Great family-run business, and I appreciate them so much. Head over to their website, impactpowersportsmi.com. Green Medicine Shop. Found online at thegreenmedicineshop.com. In Greenville, Michigan. Make the trip up to beautiful Greenville, Michigan. All right. Find the Green Medicine Shop and go in and buy all of your cannabis products. Uh, it's important that you have a medical card when you buy from the green medicine shop. If you don't, all you need to do is go to thegreenmedicineshop.com, Click get a medical card. 15 minutes. You have a card that will cost you 90 bucks but you get a $100 in-store credit because you spent the 90 bucks. So you're 10 bucks ahead and you are supporting an amazing sponsor in the great state of Michigan. Cannabis usage is only for 21 and up. However, if you are 18 and up and you have a medical card, cannabis usage is okay. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you're 18 and up and you're like, God damn it. I want to smoke like everybody else smokes right now, but I'm only 18 years old. Now, fuck that. Get your card and go buy your cannabis from the green medicine shop. You can't buy it at a recreation facility because it's 21 and up. Ah, not a green medicine shop. 18 to 21, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, welcome 
Ma- Malcolm in the middle. Welcome with a valid medical card. Malcolm, what the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, so there you go. Uh, 18 and up. Get your valid medical card from thegreenmedicineshop.com. And then go to the Green Medicine Shop. You get a $100 in-store credit. And off you go. That's that's how you do it. You beat the system. It's crazy that we live in a world where it's easier for a person to smoke pot than it is drink beer. My God. When I was a kid, if someone said, yeah, there's going to be a time and you, you could just walk down the street and smoke pot. Nobody gives a shit. I was like, what? Anyway, the Green Medicine Shop. Uh, their cannabis is of a higher quality because it is medicinal. Now, um, Shawnee and Matt can explain that better. They're the experts over at Green Medicine Shop. Why it is that their flowers, their products are more pure than recreational marijuana, recreational cannabis products. Um, but they are, and they explained it to me. And she's a um, pharmacist, okay, by trade. Shawnee is so uh, she can explain it better than I can but anyway head to their beautiful shop in Greenville Michigan and you're like well why how come they can't just do a recreational shop it's because in Greenville it's a very conservative like a lot of places around where I live uh, area and they they won't allow it they they even though it's you know completely legal in the state of Michigan there's an ordinance that says you can't do it there you can't sell it there recreationally. You have to do it medicinally. So that's how they do it. So please support the sponsors. We are going to do the cannabis caravan. Um, we'll take a group of cars up there and I'll introduce you to uh, Matt and Shawnee. They're awesome. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Where the hell am I here? Oh, uh, thanks again to uh, Throat Slash Dale from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. It's about time to start. Uh, start. God, I can't talk today. I'm talking too fast. Start scheduling. 231-740-4098 for the power washing season right around the corner. 231-740-4098. Uh, Big Dan Frazier is in the uh, chat right now. He sent me a uh, message on chat, and he's there on the uh, text. He goes, hey, man, Toby Keith died. It's like, dude, I let off the show talking about Toby Keith. What the fuck? There's a reason why the show starts at 8. We opened up the show with him talking about beer for my horses and all that other amazing songs that guy's made. 
And uh, I don't even think he's been too much of an asshole or anything like that. Like, I don't think he beat up any black guys. Eric Nagel is here. He says, I cannot smoke the stuff. I do want to try the gummies. Medicinal gummies? Have you not tried medicinal gummies? Now, I don't partake. I can't do that shit, man. Fuck that. I am too high on life to want anything other than the feeling I get uh, from ADHD. I'm already blessed with ADHD. It is so awesome. God, I get so much joy out of like walking around and doing the dishes. Uh, Iraq says recreational dispensaries are thriving in New Jersey. Corey says some people eat those to help them fall asleep. Kuiper says gummies will change your life. Dude, I already have the perfect life. Why would I want to change it? Okay. Now, when you say gummies will change your life, I don't think it's changing yours because you still live with your mom and dad. Okay. You can't, if you're going to take a gummy, tell me that it can have you go buy a house and, uh, uh, you know, enter the big boy world. Does that exist? I'm kidding. That's mean. Okay. Son of a bitch. What a day. There is a, a new Winnie the Pooh blood and honey movie coming out. Yes. Oh my God. Now, I think how this went was uh, Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain, which I'm not really sure how that works. I think if you come up with something creatively, and I don't, again, this is very strange. I don't know how this is, but over time, it's like not yours anymore. Like after a certain amount of years, like, uh, Steamboat Willie, which is like the first Mickey Mouse thing. I think that that is now in the public domain. And I guess when it enters the public domain, anybody can do whatever they want with it. Like uh, use it for their own purposes, use the, in the intellectual um, property or whatever. Uh Corey says copyrights have time limits. Why? Why why is that? So if someone comes up with something and it has a copyright on it, why why is it that it's suddenly not yours? And why can't you extend it further? Maybe you can. Maybe they just didn't give a shit. But uh that happened with the whole Winnie the Pooh thing. And so right away, like the day that that happened, some guy's got a concept for a horror movie and it's where all the characters for whatever, for the fucking hundred acre wood start murdering people, a live action movie. It's some fucking psychopath wearing a Winnie the Pooh mask. Now the movie's a big pile of shit, but, um, enough people watched it that it, uh, generated a ton of money. Iraq says Winnie the Pooh wasn't Disney's to begin with. No, I know that. I was using that as an example, though, that that just happened. 
So the same thing, it happened to both things. It happened to Winnie the Pooh and it happened to Steamboat Willie. And now I like every year, is there like, as the years pass, like in 100 years, like, you know, in 1970, whatever dark side of the moon came out. So does that mean after a certain amount of time, it doesn't belong to Pink Floyd? Steamboat Willie is a Disney project, so people cannot trademark or rebrand it for financial use. Well, whatever the hell. It's confusing to me. They came out with that fucking movie, and everybody saw that fucking thing. It was so big that they came out with another one. And I think they have a, a, I don't know, it just looks like a better movie. It looks like they have, like, they made it with better special effects, whatnot. And so, let's watch a trailer. Fuck yes. Fuck yes, Kumia. The new uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey 2 trailer. Let's begin. I'm going to take you back Feel all weight drift away. How are you feeling? Good, I think. Do you recall anything from the... Okay, now I don't know what's going on here. I'm assuming that this is Christopher Robin, older, and he's all fucked up now and he's with a shrink. Good, I think. Do you recall anything from the session? Focus. What is happening? Maybe it's not Christopher Robin. I have no this idea. This was the day Billy was taken. Okay, so the guy's just shots from the kid's youth. He's put into a rape van. And kids. And now we see this bear fucking Winnie the Pooh creature. They didn't stay buried. Oh, you got poo coming up from the grave. And he's brought new friends, it says. So now the rumor is you're going to have Eeyore, Piglet, Rue, Tigger. All this shit is going to come back. As if the earth itself was allowing this horror to rise up. Okay. Uh, Fast forward. Hot chicks are hanging out in a camper in the middle of the 100-acre wood. You see this metal bar come flying through the camper, and of course, the black chick dies. There's some unsettling similarities to the Hundred Acre Massacre. It's not safe. There have been loads of murders being dashed down. And now that kid who was at the sh- or the person who was talking to the shrink, I guess he's a he's a physician. Tell me everything you saw, please. I knew that this day would come. Okay. Aha. All of Ashdown will burn. Oh, look at this TNA. Look at Ashley's like, I want to be in that movie. Bunch of strippers. Of course, they've got a lot of TNA in it. Okay. (laughs) This chick gets her head ripped off with a bear trap for fuck's sake. By the way, 
I don't... Hold on a second here. Okay. Look at this chick in the background. So they got like, uh, they got hot chicks and they, and everybody, it's all different body types. Cause this chick looks like, uh, she's getting ready to do one of those, like sit on somebody's face. Oh my God. What the fuck? A melted face. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. Number two. <laughs> All right. Now look at, this is what I'm talking about. Remember I just said the, the whole Steamboat Willie thing? Anytime. I'd also accept all the time. Anon that has critics rating. Van Gogh! A lot has changed. Two weeks ago, the Steamboat Willie uh, uh, went into the public domain. I was, I was talking about it. And so this is the uh, movie that's that's already in the works. By the way, this is just accident that I happen to talk about it before stumbling upon this trailer. I did not know um, until 30 seconds ago that this was a thing. Cameras going across the river's edge. You saw a steamboat. There's the music from Steamboat Willie. All right, the tone has changed now. There's blood in the water, I think. Or that's just the steamboat wheel. Okay. Okay, the steamboat is, is a shithole. There's shit everywhere. The steamboat's completely fucked up. We are now in the steamboat. It's desolate. Flash. There's someone's hand. Uh-huh. There's the steamboat with a cartoon. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> stupid after 95 years of being locked away Willie is free and he wants his steamboat back check out the return of steamboat Willie an upcoming new film being created in unreal engine by future studios 
Uh, is it completely fucking CGI? I mean, come on now. How stupid is this? Wow. All right. So there you go. Looks like a Silent Hill game. I don't know what that is. Is that one of your video game bullshit things? All right. Uh, pause right there. Easy has to go potty. All right. Yesterday on the Patreon, I got into a little bit of the nonsense with uh, with wrestling. And uh, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. So... Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes had been having a long-standing storyline building up. And they were in Birmingham, Alabama on Friday. Now, this is leading up to WrestleMania. It's just fine. I don't I don't have a I don't I don't fault anybody for liking wrestling. I really don't. I get it. What I do struggle with is when the lines are so blurred that people, fans included, especially fans, take it a little bit too far and lose their minds. So biggest name in the history of the business is arguably The Rock. So we don't know if it was WWE asked him or he just said, hey, since he, he does have a share in that entire business, said, hey, I want to be the headliner, the main event at WrestleMania. The main event was going to be these two guys, Cody Rhodes and uh, Roman Reigns. All of a sudden in Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, Cody Rhodes says, hey, you know who's going to wrestle you, Roman? Not me. It's going to be him. And The Rock comes out and everybody loses their shit. But then it's met with a uh, bad reception and a lot of the uh, fan, not so much the fans in Birmingham live, but afterwards, they were so butthurt that Cody Rhodes is not going to wrestle The Rock. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And in fact, I had uh, Big Drew with me on Patreon yesterday. And we talked about that exact thing about how, I mean, come on now. This is silly. <laughs> Subject line from Chris. Is Joey Williamson threatening The Rock's daughter? I was like, what? Now, that's a joke because Joey's such a fan. Um, the Rock's daughter, I think she wrestles? It says NXT Superstar Ava. I don't know shit about this. That's the daughter of The Rock. <laughs> Wrestling fan has been threatening her death because her dad is going to be in the WWE WrestleMania main event against Roman Reigns. I'm that's what they're doing. They're threatening her with death. She asks slash tells wrestling fan, leave me out of this. For fuck's sake, I'm busy. Which is something that wrestling fan usually isn't. I wouldn't... The, you know what is the problem with wrestling fan? Uh, not all of them are like my pal Phil, who has a job, 
a successful job, a wife, children. Not all of them are like Big Drew, motivated, uh, not smelling bad, not ugly or disgusting. My problem is with those wrestling fans who give up things like bathing in order to satisfy, fill their time with watching wrestling and doing stupid shit. All right. I don't want to be around guy. I don't mind being around guy who has wrestling belt over his shoulder because he's such a wrestling fan. I do mind wrestling fan who has belt over his shoulder and smells like stinky fucking balls. Okay. And unfortunately, a high percentage of them are disgusting individuals. It's like MAGA. I don't, it's not so much Trump that I'm worried about. It's the people that support Trump that I'm worried about. Those are the problems. Um, another fan, fans took to, um, X to say the fact that some of y'all on both sides of this Cody rock fiasco are harassing people who have nothing to do with it. Like Ava is really disgusting. I guess she's the general manager of NXT, which I don't know what that is. It might be a fucking dance troupe. As far as I know, I'm guessing it has something to do with wrestling. So dumb. The rock himself has taken to social media following the backlash stating there's a word for this explosive insane reaction undeniable no matter the era the decade or the city the energy and connection between the people's champ and the people can never be broken so he's being just a he's, he's acting god this is dumb the whole thing is stupid you know who wins out, though, is uh, the WWE. Because it doesn't matter if people hate it or like it, as long as they're making noise. The problem starts when they don't make noise. If no one responds to what you're doing, that's when you're in trouble. Corey says general manager just means in the storyline she runs the brand slash show. Bob says NXT is a minor league WWE. Uh, with the Vince shit right now, WWE is taking a lot of bad press. Oh my God, the Vince thing. The fact that he took a dump on that chick. God damn. The Rock and Stone Cold were the best of all time. That's cool. Corey's a wrestling fan. Corey loves it. I don't mind wrestling fan who can also have thick skin and know that what they're doing is ridiculous. Okay? I love that type of wrestling fan. That's my favorite type of wrestling fan. Wrestling fan who actually... Um, describes it as like real gets so into it that oh fuck me 
just god awful. I can't do it. I can I can take it in small doses. I would go to those events just to people watch. The time I went with Jacqueline, my daughter, and uh, Greg and Chris were front row, and uh, I, we had tickets further back. And uh, I I made you know how you have to make a sign that says like the rock or whatever or maybe one of the things they say this i i went there to troll people and i had a sign hand to god that said no hot chicks here (laughs) and i'm holding it up above my head and i'm like it never dawned on me that that was incredibly insulting to everyone and they might all kick my ass I would still go. If I go, I would um I would be front row because I was at a front row wrestling event in Kalamazoo and it, some of the women wrestlers came out and um I had ice cream in one hand and a hot dog in the other. And it was one of the chicks who was enormous. And I'll never forget this cuz she got so goddamn pissed off at me. I mean, like real pissed off because as she's walking around the perimeter of the ring, as she's getting where I am, she then sees in her sight, my hands come out holding these goodies and I go, ha ha, ha ha. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh my God. Want some? Ah, uh. Making fun of those animals is great. That is the only way to go. If you're front row, just to say insulting things to those losers. You got to think of the most horrible shit you can possibly imagine uh, to say to them. You got to go right for the jugular. The only way to have fun at a wrestling event is say terrible shit to these, to these people. So the performer comes out and you can say, what's it like to have your life expectancy be 50 years or something like that? Or, uh, how many, how many, how much drugs is in your system right now? How many women have you sexually harassed? Whatever. You can say whatever the fuck you want. It's fantastic. Bob says Roddy Piper best ever. Chris says, I loved it when I was a kid. Iron Sheik, Junkyard Dog, Andre, Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, etc. Maureen says, you might get yourself body slammed doing that though. Good. That would be fantastic. Chris says, they would yell racist shit at Junkyard Dog and it was somehow okay. In the 80s, the announcers would say that. Uh, Jesse, the body Ventura used to say all sorts of racist shit about like junkyard dog. And there was a, um, a guy named Tito Santana. He's a Mexican and he used to make all sorts of, uh, 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 fucking horrible jokes about Mexicans about how, uh, Oh no, he'd call him Chico Santana and say he's lazy and he's going to take a nap in the middle of the fucking match. It was awful. 
Ben Glaze is here. He says, if there was more face pooping, I'd watch. You fuck. All right. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast. If you ever need any help technically and you're in West Michigan, this is who you call. If you need to upgrade the tech in your business, call Blue Frost IT. Get a 30-minute consultation. They'll tell you what you need to keep your business running in tip-top form. You just might need an upgrade. Maybe your employees are like, God damn it, this this shit sucks. Let's upgrade. Uh, Don't just go buy the stuff off the shelf. Get a, a fresh approach and a accurate level of what you need with Blue Frost IT. Easy as a vouch store. What is vouch? That merges creators with small businesses. For sale on my vouch store, you've got coffee, a toothbrush, you've got uh, alcoholic beverages, and a massager. We are talking about the Nimble Accelerate and the Nimble Express percussion massage guns. Now, this would make a great gift for somebody who has sore muscles. Maybe they work out a lot. Maybe they're elderly. You name it. The percussion massage gun, Nimble Accelerate and Nimble Express will do an amazing job for you. A bit pricey, I realize, but it makes a great gift. You can see that in all of my products at my Vouch store. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much. I appreciate you if you check it out and uh, think about it. Rick from TC Paintball says we use Blue Frost. Is that new or old? How long have you been utilizing Blue Frost IT? I'm curious about that. Great group over there. Let me know. Uh, Rick says we've used them for a year or two, I think. Very cool. Did you mention EZ by chance? I hope you did. Uh, All right. Thanks again to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Online at buyinsurancehere.com. If you are in between jobs, perhaps unemployed, or you own your business, reach out to Frank Fuss about getting insurance on the marketplace, Obamacare. Go to buyinsurancehere.com and you can begin that process. Frank takes care of everything for you. The best part, you don't pay Frank. Frank gets you into a policy. The policy uh, person, the company that services the policy, they pay Frank. That's how this works. My policy shop insurance. Frank Fuss, get a hold of him. Buyinsurancehere.com. All right, super serious story where here in uh, West Michigan, um, my God, this is unbelievable. A kid 20 years ago, 25 years ago, was like a 13-year-old school-age girl in one of the area schools. And she was uh, molested for years by an educator 
according to police and according to her. And I guess it went like here she is now in her adult life and she was talking to her daughter, I think. The story will explain all the details about, hey, if you're ever in a scenario where an adult does something to you that uh, is wrong or, you know, just basically giving the kid the overview on what to do, um, you make sure you tell somebody because, you know, that that will stop that and we can, you know, just basic safety shit. And then it, I guess it like it hit her like a bolt from the blue. God damn it, that happened to me and I never told anybody. I was abused and I never told anybody. And, uh, and, and the bad guy is still out there. Well, the alleged bad guy works at a, at another school right in West Michigan. Lowell. Well, shit rolled downhill fast. This woman immediately said, you know what? I never contacted police and I never, I just let that go. I shouldn't have done that for years. I was abused. Holy shit. And, uh, now I am going to let it be known called the cops and um within just a short amount of time the you know you'd think after so many years you'd have difficulty uh making all those puzzle pieces fit but i guess they did quite quickly and uh now the this guy is getting fucked right in the butt rightfully so uh allegedly well he is going to get fucked in the butt whether he's innocent or not because the shit is rolling downhill uh fast on this deal so let's get to the bottom of this one right now night after one of his former students said that he sexually assaulted her when she was just 13 years old. The woman coming forward more than two decades later. News 8's Byron Tullifson is live outside of the Northview Public School District with more. Byron. Investigators say they have found that a former teacher here at the Northview Public School District sexually assaulted a student decades ago, and now it's being brought to light. Nobody has the right to do that to you. And if they do, it's okay to tell that's, sh- that's the sheriff in Kent County. Oh, and we're going to help you. The woman says she was just 13 years old when she was sexually assaulted by a Northview Public School District teacher Ugh. more than two decades ago. She's held her silence ever since until now. It is pretty often that a victim who is victimized over a course of several years um, doesn't tell that story right away, doesn't have the personal strength at that time to come forward, or doesn't believe that they would have the support necessary to come forward. What changed her mind about sharing her story was talking to her daughter about what to do if she ever faces sexual harassment. And realized that I I didn't report this and I should probably report this. Um, It's important that I do. So last Thursday, the woman, now 39, told investigators everything, saying she was sexually assaulted by the teacher between 1998 and 2003. Wow, five fucking years. I'm regretting pausing it because now I'm getting spinning wheel of death. Okay, this isn't great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This might be more awkward. No, nothing's that awkward. Than listening to Ben Glaze and Anthony open up X's and bros. 
The sheriff says an investigation through the weekend substantiated her allegations, and police arrested the now 51-year-old teacher from Cannon Township on Monday. He is charged with two counts of first-degree criminal sexual conduct. We'll try to determine if there was maybe a pattern of behavior, if maybe there are more victims that we don't know about yet. There's more of it to follow. Wow. We are very sure in this context that this man victimized this this young woman at the time. This year. I would love to find out all, I mean, because, you know, you think about that. As time passes, that would make investigations more difficult. But the fact that they very quickly were able to turn that around means there's some really great evidence against this motherfucker. Sheriff's office is not naming the former teacher until after, Why? after his expected Tuesday arraignment. The case can be prosecuted oh, okay. now. We got to wait till, well, today. <laughs> because Michigan law recently eliminated the statute of limitations in some sexual assault cases. In a statement to News 8, the Northview Public School District says the teacher was last employed there in 2000 and adds, quote, upon learning of the investigation, our district has been working alongside the sheriff's office and will continue to do so to bring resolution and closure to the situation. So with so much time passing, everything will be looked at. Obviously, the charge and the person, whoever that person is, and um, the circumstances surrounding, I'm guessing, him moving from school to school. I'd be interested in that, you know, just to make sure that there wasn't any funny business going on with him leaving the school where this allegedly happened, Northview. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that they didn't know about it, that the, oh, okay, let's just get rid of them and cover it up. You know, the old Catholic church thing. It is incredibly traumatic for somebody to be uh, a victim of a case such as this. The sheriff yeah. says there's no indication that the alleged abuse was reported to anyone until now. This is the only victim that detectives know of right now, but the sheriff it says it's possible common. there are more out there. It's something that we all have to be very cognizant of and look for signs of and look for ways to interrupt that behavior um, and then be a, an accepting place to tell the story when um, it is uncovered that this has happened. According to the sheriff, since the teacher left Northview, he has taught in at least one other school district before he was recently suspended. Lowell Area Schools tells News 8 today a current teacher at the high school has been placed on administrative leave for misconduct allegations without naming the teacher, adding in a statement, quote, there is no indication at this time that the misconduct occurred on school property or involved Lowell Area School students or staff. The sheriff's office plans on releasing the name of this suspect tomorrow morning after that arraignment, which is expected to happen then. The sheriff's office also plans to ask then if anyone else is a victim to come forward. Oh, yeah. Live near Grand Rapids, Byron Tollefson, News 8. Good job being somber, Byron. That'd be weird if he was happy. Uh, all right. So that is uh, that is an intense fucking story. Uh, Tyler writes if this was a female teacher i'd reserve judgment until seeing a picture but since it's a male teacher fuck this guy lock him up for life oh big time you know how it is uh linda says name him on the patreon if it's announced by then um yeah no kidding
Wow. I can't imagine. Um, so if you're the teacher, let's just assume this is all true in a hypothetical scenario. To have that type of um, uh, thing take place that you perpetrate for that long, early on in your teaching career, in your 20s, and then you hang on to that, it has to be looming over your head knowing that you've committed a horrible crime for a long, long time, and all she has to do is tell one person, and it's the end for you. He's had to live that way for his whole life, but knowing these sick narcissists, uh, sons of bitches, they probably don't think for a second that they did anything wrong. And they walk amongst us, these animals. Uh, further, further making me feel like if I had young children nowadays, yet another reason to want to explore schooling them at home. God damn it. You know, with uh, so many different things that can fuck someone's life up in the schools these days. I... <laughs> I can't tell you how hard, long and hard I would think about that. I would probably just commit to it and just school my kid at home. Fuck you. This is ridiculous. All right. Well, I can't wait to get more on that story. I'll be following that one for sure. Uh, all right. Hmm. Where are we going now? I don't know. I don't have a ton more to talk about. Oh, how about this? This family just got $2 million. And all they had to do was be black and get handcuffed by some cops who racially profiled them. Uh, this is mom. This is daughter. And this is other daughter. They all ended up getting handcuffed because in Colorado, somebody stole a car and they said, all right, be on the lookout for black. So then the cops see mom driving the kids to school. These are not the people that stole the car, but it was APB be on the lookout for black. Uh, full racial profiling. If you see a black person, pull them over and handcuff them. So that's what happened. And here they are. This is the position that you have to be in. Face down, handcuffed, and upset in order to earn $2 million. Because that's what the settlement is. Okay. They were going to sue the Aurora Police Department for like a ton of money. And the way that was going to work out is this little one here was going to have to be subjected to all sorts of intense courtroom drama and shit like that. So the family just said, well, we'll just take the $2 million. Okay. It's moments like that where these people just got $2 million that they're like, thank God we were racially profiled. This worked out. I mean, you hit the jackpot. 
Uh, back in 2020, four black girls lay face down in a parking lot crying no and mommy as a police officer who had pointed her gun at them, then bent down to handcuff their wrists. The youngest wore a pink tiara as she held onto her uh, sibling's hand. The six-year-old, whose name is Lovely, watched as mom was led to a patrol car in handcuffs after she screamed at the cops, saying, I don't have anything to do with you with somebody stealing a car. Uh, now Aurora has agreed to pay $1.9 million with mom and the girls to resolve a lawsuit that claimed the police officer's actions were evidence of profound and system systematic racism. Hard to argue with that. The settlement saved the girls the trauma of having to relive what happened during the trial. The money will be divided among mom and the four girls with the girls portions being placed into annuities. So the money will grow by the time they access it when they turn 18 In a written statement, the city confirmed a deal had been reached. The Aurora police department remains committed to strengthening the relationship with the community through accountability and continuously improving how it serves the public. It said, you know, it should just say we at the Aurora police department are admitting that we fucked up. It was supposed to be a fun day out for the ladies. Sisters and nieces and uh, and mom there. And then the shit hit the fan. Now it says an investigation by prosecutors found no evidence that the officers committed any crimes. I mean, that usually happens. Like, for example, in Grand Rapids, you had that cop here, that local cop, the white guy. Uh, and he pulled over the guy and the guy didn't have any ID. And then the guy ran away and he ended up getting shot in the back of the head. That was ugly. That cop's going to go to prison for a long, long time. This one, none of that happened. Uh, but now the city had to settle for $2 million. One of the officers who stopped the car was suspended for 160 hours. And uh, they also work for the department. All right. This happened at a time, you know, there was still a lot of the um, uh, injustice from the George Floyd thing. People were still pissed off about that. They're still pissed off now. The settlement also marks the latest or that Aurora has been forced to pay out over police misconduct. In 2021, Aurora settled for $15 million with the parents of Elijah McClain. The 23-year-old black man was killed in 2019 as he was stopped as he walked down the street, placed in a neck hole, then injected with a sedative. What the fuck? I do not remember that. What the fuck? Put him in a chokehold and injected him with a sedative? He'd be like, no, fucking just tase me. Don't shoot a sedative into me. God damn. You know, it seems like I can't imagine living in a world where like, if you're black, you have that in the back of your head, you know, at any one point, the shit could just hit the fan and something terrible happens to you simply because you're black. God damn.
Rebecca says those poor kids are traumatized. I tell you what, Rebecca's husband, he's had to live that. He lives in an extremely racist part of the fucking state. I bet she and her husband have stories to tell about the shit that goes down in society. I Again, I take this shit for granted as a white dude. Unbelievable. But I'm happy that they got that money, and I'm happy that they're being smart about it so that the little girl, who she's only like nine now, and they're going to take all that money, and it's going to grow. You know? That's, that's fantastic. Now, um, Rebecca, in uh, marrying a black man, um, I bet you've had to live through, uh, I can't say for sure, but I will guess that even as close as family, someone has done even, it might have been just this, it might have just been a glance, but you've had to put up with so many things. And that's kind of what I was telling my, uh, my daughter. I go, okay, now that this is, this is what's happening, that um, you have gone the way of the gay and you are in a relationship with a man that used to be a girl. You are fucked. You are so hated. Everybody hates you. Not everybody. Like, I don't hate you. And there are people like me who don't hate you. We love you. But there are so many fucked up people in the world that want to beat your ass because of that. Keep your head on a swivel. Be careful. Maureen says racism is alive and well. Don't let anyone tell you it's gotten better. Well, I mean, yes, you're right with all of that. But um, that's if you think about like uh, it wasn't that long ago in this country, um, you know, people couldn't vote. People were, I mean, when you look back to the long, rich history of the United States, we don't have to go back that far when slaves existed. Jesus Christ. Um, which is crazy to me because it seems like as soon if you compare like Nazi Germany to the United States, Nazi Germany, like is, it seemed like they made a really quick turnaround from from hating Jews to actually joining the rest of the civilized world after World War Two. Not so much with the U.S. It seems like there's still a large population of the country that wants to hate black people. It's remarkable. I don't get it. Really, really awful. Hey, this has all been incredibly serious. And I don't mind that, really. I kind of like it when we can actually get serious for a time or two on this show. Uh, All right. Thank you to Tag Accounting. When it comes to getting your taxes done, I want you to reach out to the Tax Hobbit. TagCPA.net. All you need to do is call. Reach out to Troy at 616-301-9516 to get your taxes done. 616-301-9516 for tag accounting. Or you can just send him an email, Troy, at tagcpa.net. 
okay, you got to get your taxes done. Here we are, February, and uh, you need to get on their radar. So reach out and say, look, easy, sent me. I want you to do my taxes. You can have this buttoned up by the end of the day um, where everything is is all set on what you need to do on your end, getting your documents to Troy, and then uh, your date is put into the schedule. You're sitting there in Birmingham, Alabama or wherever, and Troy's going to say, all right, now on uh, March 16th, at uh, 2 p.m., I'm doing your taxes. Have your phone ready in case I need to make a phone call to you to ask you a question about whatever it is. And then he does your taxes. Okay, you don't need to be in his presence. None of that. Doesn't matter where you are. This is better than any tax service anywhere. It's better than any stupid program you can buy and makes you think that you can do your taxes on your own. You can't. Don't do that. Uh, spend the 100 bucks on Troy and get your taxes done right and get more money back in your return. 616-301-9516. He's been my personal and professional accountant for like two decades. He's the man. Thank you to Troy. Grand Rapids Gold in action tomorrow and Thursday and Sunday. Come see me. 14 bucks, uh, bucks a ticket. 14 bucks a ticket. Go to all the games grandrapidsgold.com we won't let you down you will have so much fun i love the grand rapids gold games all right come see me courtside 14 bucks a ticket thursdays and fridays you got two dollar beers two dollar dogs it's great action these are hungry players they want to get to the next level and they'll do anything to get there you'll love the action of the Grand Rapids Gold. Online at grandrapidsgold.com. Make a night of it and come see me at the Grand Rapids Gold game along with some of the best athletes you'll see in the world. The Grand Rapids Gold. When it comes to a mortgage, I swear by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. They did the mortgage here for us at the house and the refi. I had a 30-year. And um, then just before things started to get wonky with the rates going up, um, and that was, this is by accident. I didn't like, I wasn't given advice or anything like that to, to do it. I just said, I think I want to uh, get into a 15 year fix because I know that the rates are so low right now. And, uh, that turned out to be a good thing. But my point is I did it with Mario two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505. He will take the extra steps to make sure that you are 100% satisfied. There are no dumb questions. Reach out to Mario from wherever you are in the U.S. to get your mortgage, 231-332-6505. In your home for a while, you may need a new furnace. We just got a new furnace here in the house. A house is, um, my place is, um, let's see. Oh, God. 25 years old, 26 years old. So that, what I replaced was the original, original furnace, and it needed to be replaced. Things started to go on it. Joe said, just fucking do the whole thing it's gonna nickel and dime you to death trust me on this eric i go joe you know i do trust you if it has anything to do with heating and cooling i trust you uh if it has anything to do um with uh the detroit lions or michigan i don't trust you okay 616-516-8579 by the way he got his van fixed that Chris, the Mexican, one of his employees smashed up on the day that they were putting the furnace into my house. How great was that? <laughs> Congrats on getting the van fixed, buddy. All right. Reach out to Joe. 
516-8579. I see him there in the chat. My man, HVAC71. Joe's going to the Grand Rapids Gold game tomorrow. I'm going to see him there. Do you know what you're going to want to do after you go to that game? You're going to want to buy season tickets and get your big sign up there. I think you already have your sign up there. It stays in the arena, doesn't it? That's so cool. Uh, let's see. Comments on racism. Amanda says it's a learned trait, however. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, pretty much. You know, racist parents a lot of times lead to racist kids. Maureen says, update on the guy in my outreach group for uh, the pet world who said the N-word several times. He left the group a while back, but has been given but has been giving my name and phone number out to people in Flint who need rescue help instead of our rescues number. Pisses me right off. Amy says, did Joe Martinez get the vehicle fixed at Irvine's? No, it was body damage. Irvine specializes in the mechanics of the vehicle. All right. I think that's it for you. I've got the asshole of the day today. Uh, Brought to you as always by TC Paintball. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Ashley for showing her boobies. And, you know, I'm not going to apologize for that. Ashley should not have shown her breasts on the show. You know, for the cavemen's, for the cavemen morons, the dudes, um, they were all like, yeah, let's see tits. <laughs> Look. I like boobs as much as the next guy, but I mean, this, it's gotta be the right environment. So I, uh, I do not endorse, uh, nor condone Ashley showing her boobs. I laughed at, um, Amy laughing, Amy cracking up makes me crack up. It's really funny when she gets going. Like I cracked her up when I was putting an avatar over my face and seeing her crack up. That's like, oh, I got to keep making her laugh. She's hilarious. Well, she was laughing her ass off, which made me laugh. That was funny. Jimmy's comment was funny when he said, I love this fucking show. I'm moving to Michigan. Chris says Ashley is like an odd stepdaughter. Now, Let's just chalk it up to a monumental moment, a historic moment that we cannot repeat. Let's just let that be. It happened. We got a laugh. There was some drama. We don't, we're not doing that anymore. Okay. The show was not built on people showing their boobs. And I will say, that if you do show your boobs, like if Ashley showed her boobs again, I would ban her from uh, the live stream. She would not be able to be on the live stream anymore. And every time she did something that was ridiculous like that, I would add another layer to the punishment. 
No, I don't give a shit if Patreon said you can. I am the boss. Everybody thinks that I'm giving her a pass, including her, because I said that Patreon would not have had a problem with that. That does not mean it's okay to show your breasts. The asshole of the day is the uh, local child molester. I'll just say that. I won't give any more specifics so that I don't get sued. You know, the whole guilty before proven innocent, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's my time. That's it. The show is done. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Thank you for being here, folks. I really appreciate the support. You watching it, listening to all the things I do, watching my shit, engaging me. Until next time, bye-bye. I want you to search your brain. Something going on in your life right now. Whatever it may be. Somehow spin a question out of that that my dad can answer on Dear Meathead. All right? Take a little time. Think about it. And then send it along to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. He loves your participation. It makes him so happy. And, uh, I would love you to do that too. Tomorrow, dear meathead. Okay. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.